The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Trevor Flynn. I'm Sarah Becker. I'm Peter Dancy. I'm Edwin Reyes. And I'm Jack Newman, and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. It's January, we're getting on. Uh, we're still doing 2021 films, though, because January's boring, for <laughs> unfortunately. Now, yeah. For now, right now. There's there's going to be a lot of good films this year, and I'm very excited, too. But, you know, there was such a jam-packed December for the first time. Uh, it's it's weird for me to complain that there were too many movies, because there hasn't been for the longest time. And too we just, many, and too many that I... I mean, licorice pizza is out there somewhere, but uh, I still don't know. What dude, that, it's impossible that is. to find. I, I have one theater and it's not a theater I particularly want to go to with COVID numbers that high, to be entirely yeah, honest with yeah, you. That's fair. Yeah. It, well, we just crushed it at the hospital. It's it's like really bad. So anyways, but let's let's go ahead and move on, because today is all about us talking about Disney's Encanto, the 2021 release uh, starring uh, Stephanie. I'm going to oh, man, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and do the summary first. Uh, directors uh, Brian Howard and Jared Bush. Uh, music by Jermaine Franco. Story by Jared Bush, Brian Howard, Sharice uh, Castro Smith, uh, Jason Han, Nance uh, Coos, Lin, Man- Lin Manuel Miranda is obviously attached to the project. Box office was $216.2 million. The summary. The Madrigals are extraordinary family who live hidden in the mountains of Colombia in a charmed place called the Encanto. The magic of the Encanto has blessed every child in the family with unique gifts. Every child except Mirabelle. However, she soon may be the Magical's last hope when she discovers the magic surrounding the Encanto is now in danger. Uh, Curtain scores has a 91% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 76% on Metacritic, and a 7.3 on IMDb. What do you guys think about me including like general scores? In things moving forward like is it's it kind, kind of, of a baseline to, for like yeah like a baseline for what, scores what yeah opinions are out there that we yeah. may or may not have and then also ours well i never want to include just rotten tomatoes because rotten tomatoes skews so hard even though it is like a, a standard metric like it skews because of the way they do it and metacritic is obviously where people get review bombed so <laughs> yeah uh i did want to say i do love that mirabelle is played by stephanie beatrice of the nine nine thank you very much uh, yeah, no. I, when I uh, found that out, weird, right? You I, don't see it because Rosa, yeah. Rosa is such a different character from Mirabelle, and it's just it's very it's very interesting, right? Like it's just it's just she has she shows her range. No, yeah, exactly, right? She's got really good range. It's also by Jessica Darrow, Diane Guerrero, at uh, Renzi Feliz, and uh, obviously John Leguizamo as the guy we don't talk about. Uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and go around the horn real quick. And I want to start with Ed, because Ed, you really wanted to talk about Encanto. I, I did, but I didn't. So, like, I, I watched it Christmas uh, morning with my family, and it was good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, my eight-year-old nephew really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, But overall, like, I guess I was just being bitter, and I didn't like that much. And then I watched it a second time, going in, like, going, like, Knowing everything and thinking it wasn't going to hit the same, it hit a little bit harder and I liked it a bit more and I listened to the soundtrack nonstop. Um, I really do like this movie, but like, I don't think it's that great, but I really like this movie. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't think it's gr- so? Let me just break down this. Okay. I'll get my head around what you just said. Yeah, yeah. You don't think it's good, but you liked it. Uh, borderline love. Okay. So you you love. So I'm gonna guess that there's two different reasons. You don't think it's a well made movie, but you liked it. Why did you like it? Let's just begin with that one. There's got to be one core reason behind that. Um. Spanish family matters, dude. I, that, no, no, no. I mean, I, I didn't want to. No, yeah, no, no. That, I didn't want to pull totally it out of you, but it, I, that's what my thought process. It hit super close to home. Uh, made me like emotional. Uh, could relate. Totally could relate. I wish it was a tad bit better, but it's still amazing. No, I'm yeah. always going to say that. It's still amazing. Yeah. Do you, you would you, you're, you're you're trying to say that you're in the strike zone for this movie, particularly you think, especially watching it with your family. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I quite like it. I do agree with you in terms of intrinsically. I do think the movie's like a little bit of like a mess, and there is like some not great songs in there. But overall, I think it's really well. Let's go around and just get general thought process. Let's go to you, Peter. Uh, so I'll start off by saying the number of times I teared up and cried during this movie, I was genuinely shocked by. Um, just as like a baseline for where I was emotionally watching it because, because while I, 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 while, while I know for a fact, I, I, I wasn't, I was not in the strike zone for like, as far as like, like, like the target demographic for this movie, like, like Edwin was, there was still a lot that I, there's still a lot that I, that I was able to relate to in, in some way, be like super personally or, or even like anecdotally, um, <clears throat> excuse me, but, uh, but yeah, like it, it very very much very much enjoyed the movie even though there were definitely a few points especially towards the end where i was like y'all are wrapping this this uh this conflict up a little too a little too nicely a little too quickly like there needs to be more of a conversation to actually reconcile this shit because this is some heavy shit that you're just like oh we're all happy now we're, we're smiling and singing because the house is rebuilt spoiler alert <laughs> yeah uh like i said i i i personally connected very good with the evil abuela because i don't know i have two grandmothers one is a great grandmother and the other is genuinely evil uh so i I don't know i was the only thing i was like cut off i was like she's not gonna have a heel turn here she's just evil no i'm just kidding uh that's just me being bitter and me no like (sighs) does that bother you too it bothered me be weirdly enough i wanted them to spend more time with like younger Mirabel so we can see like the grandma more actively showing her because in the beginning she's like showing her like hey here's your door it's the big family and then it's like then she gets that shun and we don't see the shun like we don't see her except for like this big event now where everything's being right up the I don't know it's pretty yeah, harsh we have to we have I don't to mean it's kind of, kind of amazing that Mirabel is as uh functional as she is you know or she could yes. be high yes. functioning yeah but like i i see what ed's getting at there yeah like like that's like they're hinting at but not dealing with the fact that this is like real family abuse <laughs> like they made it real and that's both it's for me I, and again i i, I think like this is the thing too i agree with like Ed entirely here because like it's real and somehow easy at the same time right like, like that picture I sent the group of that fan art with oh like little mirror with the drawn door. That's like, that what was it so was. Painfully canonical. Yeah. And it's not it's not even like they added something or like made it different. That's probably what the fuck situation it was. It's fucked up. And I feel like Disney 
I, I have I have a sneaking suspicion when this comes out on DVD, there's going to be some like like some deleted scenes where Disney was like too far. <laughs> like, that's my question. Is that what it is? And I just like, I mean, I no, I, the, the villains, the villains in this movie were like war. It was human. It was people. Nothing magical. Just people, you know, pillaging and murdering other people. But then magic. And then we don't think about them anymore. That's what we don't talk about. <laughs> Who killed Abuelo? <laughs> yeah, like uh, I, well, I don't, I don't think it matters to the purpose That's of the story. Question, I think. Yeah, yeah, like I it's, see yeah, it does, it does put, it does put. Jack, did you want to throw it to me or Sarah, or can we just jump in anytime? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, this is not obviously. I don't run this like a like a dictatorship. Um, unlike whoever murdered Abuelo. Uh, I don't, <laughs> sorry, I don't. Like, you don't even see them, like, on their horses. Like, they're super shattery, super, like, off-screen because ah. they can't acknowledge that people are killing people. That's not Disney. That, I, I did, that did bother me, like, a little bit. Like, we can, if it's a mother, ice that bitch, you know? Like, it's, like, yeah, exactly. It's like but, like, about Abuelo, oh, God. You know, like. <laughs> I, uh, I think we're all I, on the same page that, like, this is for me, maybe too, like the most upbeat movie about family trauma I've ever seen. And that's yes. what I like about <laughs> it in a weird way that, yeah, I, I've liked I've liked this movie more every time I've watched it. It's it's this Disney spoonful of sugar to help the trauma go down. Mm-hmm. It, but it is. Okay. And and I think that's the thing, too. I just Abuela's abuse of Mirabelle and other members of and pretty much everybody in her family is driven by this generational desire to escape hardship escape hardship and have and have everyone's gift serve a <sighs> functional purpose that's that's which real, is why she man. can't it, see it, how like how hard they're how much they're suffering because she's like running away from suffering and she can't like right. Deal with well, she has her own suffering and thus cannot like perspectively like I, I'm sorry, like everything about the like the mechanics of how this work is in the right place. And it's just it's very in the right place in terms of like dealing with grief and how generational grief works and how like we inflict ourselves upon our children. Did you guys see the short in front of this? The with the raccoon? Yeah. Like yes. very oh, much I, oh, I, the I same did, themes. I actually didn't know there was a short. <laughs> they, they, uh, no, I saw that on Disney Plus. They didn't give me no short. Yeah, no. I, I it actually comes up after you finish the film short. on Disney Plus. As it the does. Next it's at the end. Oh, For some okay. unknown reason, that. by the way, like, I mean, all it, all it needs to do is show the short and be like, give me a skip the short button. Do you know what I mean? Like, that I might like, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. Plus, I, if you're listening, change your format, please. Exactly. Just a little please. bit. Yeah. We're, I, 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 you're doing okay, but like we're right and you're not. So yes. just just so you know, <laughs> like we're better at this, apparently, <laughs> you know, as I said. <laughs> Let us tell the multi-billion dollar corporation. We know what we're talking about. Oh, dude. I, I don't know. Like they they Disney is a little bit feels a little bit confused on some things right now. But I actually think this is like a hit for them or not. A, I don't know necessarily know that was a hit. We'll talk about monetary issues. Sarah, you're the only one that hasn't told yes. us generally how you feel about it. And I'm actually very curious here. I, I, I really think I'm on the same page as most of y'all. Um, I love the music and I know we'll get to that mm-hmm. uh, in this podcast. Um, I thought it was a good story and the message was important. That said, I thought the climax climactic scene just fell a little flat. Like nobody is going to get over generational family trauma through one conversation. And I realize that, you know, that can't be the first talk they've ever had, but 
even really, so that, really made that it seem just, like it right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and just so easy of like oh i see you now oh i see you now cool we're gonna sing about caterpillars and have a lovely time <laughs> like no that's it was it was just it was anticlimactic truly yeah yeah it, it's I, it seems weird to, to have to after 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 having a brother who the entire town blames for for literally anything that happens if he spoke about it at some point in any capacity in the past they're like oh you are the reason it happened he now comes back and he's just like so this is what i meant i'm sorry that you i'm sorry i did not mean for you to take this way but they're like oh everything's fine now it's like y'all just spent like basically about 10 years dunking on this guy because of everything that everything bad that happened to you from like from losing your hair to gaining weight to it raining on your birthday, you a woman who can literally control the weather with your emotions. But she can't control her opinion, emotions. Yes. Unpopular opinion. I feel like Bruno, the, the whole story with Mirabel finding Bruno and them doing the, you know, vision thing, whatever. I feel like that whole side plot was unnecessary. Oh, I. I like I've liked that every time. What what felt not necessary about it to you? Like it's just it's oh okay. I mean like the whole thing with where oh he never actually left and the thing where he set up a little you know place aside from the table so he could still be near the fit like that that was all sweet and stuff and I get mm-hmm. it but I think I see. Your, I don't know. I just saying. I don't feel like that vision that he and Mirabel had. Like it was a, about her making amends with Is Isabella, which right, had which nothing is, to do exactly. with her conversation with her grandmother. It felt like they needed to fill time in the movie with Flower Girl singing a song. I, I, I actually remember feeling somewhat somewhat the same way. Where I mean, they make it a joke where she's like Isabella, but it's like it's getting her to the next point of the story that's gonna get her to talking to her grandmother. Her grandma's the real problem, but I, I think I see what you mean. It's just like kind so of an obvious. So why did they just have the vision be about make amends with your grandmother? Because that, that yeah. she needed to learn the lesson that she also has to understand her sister. You know, family healing. It's not just the abuelo; it's everyone. I I agree, it's, but I also I believe that like while I like both sisters, I feel like for story purposes, we should have cut a sibling. But like, all their songs, yeah, no, that's why. Yeah, that's why. Right. I mean, Especially there are like two. There, the only reason there are two sisters are to have two songs. Yeah, that's the only reason, and that's that's a little. But rough I do for like me, both right? of them. I do like both those songs. I agree, but yeah. there were other ways to write that shit, Trevor. Like, let's not give this. Every like time nuts. I've watched this, it breaks my brain because we get to the anticlimax, as you guys have said, and I'm just like. What was the structure of this movie? I haven't been thinking not, about uh, it. But like it's like a road show of how grandma has fucked everybody up and then everything falls to shit and then grandma gets forgiven like really quickly. And in a way I feel like that's intentional because uh, I I it the is Denouement a law is crazy fast. Yeah, that's but the I mean, problem. it's it's real life. A lot of people just wave off their grandparents like abuse because like it's grandma. You gotta love her. Yeah. Well, that, that's 
That's that's that's the problem. <laughs> that's what happens now in my resolution. family. Yeah, no, it's like <laughs> like it's literally what I like. How are you supposed to yell at an old woman? It's hard. And and like like I I like understand their story things. Like they made something real and then didn't have the easiest way transitioning out of the story because. The way that works real, but didn't have real follow through the way that works in real life. Typically for most families is the grandmother dies and we're kind of not that sad at the funeral. That's how that works. Also, (laughs) it was weird how like the movie framed Mirabelle to be like the next like head of household. But grandma's still alive. Did it frame her though? I mean, it was sort of. I mean, they gave her the the literal like doorknob to be like, this is all you. I yeah. think it's more of an acknowledgement of that how she how dedicated she is to the family and that what she brought to the family was just as if not more needed and important than what grandma you know, like there are like leaders in like a family. There are people that, you know, everybody turns to and she is that person. And what what sorry. That was sorry, right. I, I'll, I'll let you finish it. No, uh, what, what, what I, uh, I, I started to laugh over here because um, because what 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 Mirabel brought to the family was was the conversation was the conversation to her to everyone older than her was basically basically say, hey, do you need therapy? I think you need therapy because <laughs> like even to her own mother, like even to her, like I, I think it, it, that 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 was kind of that was kind of the the the, the sad thing for me, like I, like um. I didn't. I, I haven't rewatched it a second time, but I've thought back to it a lot. Um, like when, when, whenever she's like talking to her mom and her, her, her mom and and then and then her tia uh, Peppa and and then, and then when she and then when she meets her tío uh, Bruno, um, it, it's like it's like um, all of you are just because you grew up with abuela, you all just kind of accept this. Accept how she is towards you because it's what it is. It's what is expected of you, and because of that, you kind of pass it on to your kids as well. So now we're fucked in the head. So now we need therapy, and it's like and Mirabella because she didn't get a power, she was able to just ask all of them, "Hey, do you need to like not pick up all the donkeys and just like admit that sometimes you want to just like chill? Sometimes, hey, do you want to like not be perfect and grow a cactus?" You know, it's also this. Yeah, I grow cat. I don't know why, but that I don't know why that works for me so well. But that like she's like, I just want to make a cactus. And yes. I'm like, I don't know why. That, like, flowers, it's so yeah. out. Yeah, it's fuck flowers. <laughs> I, just, I I have to admit, like, I love you guys. Like I, everybody's like talking about service pressure. But that second song works so much better for both she me makes, and I think the plot. I'm sorry. Like she I, makes I, carnivorous <laughs> plants like she's going to do some crazy. She's going to get poison ivy powers. Like that's she pretty much has poison ivy power. Yeah, she actually she, does. She, she has poison ivy power. Yeah, it's like it's not. Yeah, I I just I think overall like it's a very I, I, like the more I've talked about it, the more I'm coming around to what Ed is genuinely saying. Like its heart is so in the right place for Disney. It's hard not to try to give this thing a pass for what is essentially some bad plot structuring and maybe like one too many songs. Like it's it's. It's yeah. I mean, and, and let's talk about let's talk about the music. Let's talk. Let's go ahead and get into this because this is one of the most musical things that Disney has produced in quite a while. And I think we it, can all agree that the music is one of the best aspects of this film. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I I think that uh, Abuela is a villain or a grandmother is a villain. It's just so like 
sorry, we refer in my internalized in my family, we literally refer to one of my grandmothers as Ursula, as in Ursula from the Little oh, Mermaid. Wow. Because she she also looks like her too. It's like a lot of fun. But she looks like <laughs> Divine. <laughs> she looks like a grandma who looks like Divine. I well, yeah, I mean, yeah. But she's also <laughs> she like I'm, not, I'm guessing she wouldn't appreciate that comparison for some reason. Probably <laughs> probably not. No. Uh, yeah. Maybe she might not know who Divine was, so she might just take it, it as a compliment. I know that you guys are all gonna take this in like a fabulous direction, but just understand she she's genuinely evil right like she's like <laughs> stripping skin off people's knees with a bicycle tire evil like sorry sorry let's not get into it that's Anyways. such an acute description <laughs> that was that was like we got too real we're gonna edit that out uh what time is it <laughs> i got too real 20 minutes in okay don't talk about that's where the ad break goes in. We don't talk about Jack's <laughs> grandmother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I think that's I, I, I think that's also like maybe like this is just me. This is like, you know, Ed is like you're obviously having like a family experience talking about your family versus this. And I'm having a thing where emotionally I will never forgive my grandmother. And by the same things, I'm just like, fuck off. Like that is that is like the last five minutes of this movie. I'm like, fuck right off. Like and that is the biggest problem for me. Well, I do think it plays we start- into what I'm learning is kind of of a fantasy that children in that situation make was that is that their parent or whoever it is is going to change and that's that this what movie is bad gives us that fantasy and that is like the kind of oh my god i just realized between, that's like so unhealthy but it's like it's that's so what unhealthy. makes it such good sugar <laughs> that's exactly it's, it's what sugar it and that's the difference and this is it's, the difference this is the difference between monsters inc and pixar and disney Disney is at the end of the day selling sugar to kids versus Monsters Inc. Carrot of yeah. hope. Monsters Monsters University is like sometimes your dreams fail. And you uh, are and, and you are the supporting character. Your spouse dies and life sucks. Like that's, and you're responsible that's, for your own happiness and you have to get why? do what you need to do to survive. And yeah, right. They're yeah. like Pixar, Pixar inherently delivers better messaging. And that's the thing I say. As much as I enjoy this being a, a, a shift, a, a version of this and finally, you know, pointing things out and like talking about bad family dynamics. And while it's advanced in that, it is still so just inherently more disney sugar and, and yeah. that's sorry that's P- a great P- pixar, pixar is as close pixar is wh- wh- how, how how pixar lets uh, lets their stories play out is as close to as close to how don bluth films would play out that disney will get right like don bluth had no problem just being like let's go dark let's have a fucking which is uh, why don don ca- bluth fucking left disney and was like no nah, let me do my dark shit yeah, yeah, Don Bluth was like, let's have a big ass cat devil show up because the cat is Satan and the dog goes there only to get snatched up. Ooh, evil, 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 but also kids film. Disney would never <laughs> do that shit. That's fair. That's fair. And it's also it's also just like I guess this is like, it. you know, it's it's hard not to also bring up the fact that Disney kind of put a bunch of Pixar films out this year to die directly, directly yeah. onto Disney Plus. They put soul onto Disney Plus. Which I have my problems with soul, but I I still think that motivationally and just from a perspective of what it's selling, it's still trying to be more honest art than Encanto to some extent, which is not 
I, I, okay, the other thing too is like maybe I'm being I'm going too far here because maybe Encanto deserves it. There's so much about this that is much more representative and worth it inherently. Like maybe I'm being just like so a stick up my ass for Pixar that I can't enjoy the fact that this is like a pretty good movie. Sorry, let's talk about the music. Let's get to something else. Yes. Like I, I don't yes. think we have I don't think we have like I don't think we have like I don't I don't think I, any of us are I've come to a direct answer about what the nature of that is. It does piss me off about Pixar, but that's not necessarily a direct good reason to hate this movie other than the fact that disney executives made bad because still the people making this movie are creative and interesting i just it does have that sorry i'm never gonna not say disney sugar that's like a cool thing i'm gonna make it a thing it's gonna be like our my back to the future scale it also sounds like an illicit substance Make me see some pink elephants. I need a razor and a penguin. I need a razor and a mirror. Let's do this. I need that Disney good shit. (laughs) Sorry. Want some of that Mary Poppins? Start singing the Circle of Life. (laughs) Circle of Life. All right. What I want to know about the music is what song gets stuck in everybody's head, or if it's just like Ah. a rotating thing of all of them. For me. It's surface pressure for a few oh. reasons. I know we we've we've had discussions about disagreements about this <laughs> on our group chat thread, and that's fine. For me, it's surface pressure for a few reasons. One, the obvious reason being Louisa step on me. But beyond, I know. That, yeah, fuck. that's fair. Yes, that's fair. She's great. I'm yep. not denying yeah. that I like the character. I just don't like her song. I you support know what I mean? strong yeah. women. Yes. yes. Love yes. her so much. Lady Domestric you, but like, <laughs> like she is, she is. It's really hot. It is what it is. And just, oh, the shoulders, man. Yes. Oh, I want to get hugs. <laughs> and I may not want to live through that hug. Exactly. You know? No, I want to live through it so but, I can get another hug from her. Okay. Death well. by Snoo Snoo. We get it. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. Nice, I, nice. nice. <laughs> love it. We love to see it. Yeah. But, but also, like, I think it hit me extra hard because um, the school district I work for has, like, a teachers of the school district Facebook page. And somebody posted that and was like, we're all feeling this right now. And I watched it again through, like, the teacher lens. I was like, oh my God, yes, we are. Like, that's it it's not the more hopeful like isabella song of oh i'm learning how to use my gift in ways that feel more comfortable to me it's i'm the responsible one and yes i do have this power and it's cool but there's so much pressure on me all the time to use it and be good and be helpful what if i just want to chill sometimes but i can't because everybody's relying on me and society is too much and I can't handle it. Yeah, the pressure to always 100% be on, never having an off day. It's, exactly. It's tough. It's tough. That's that's what um, public service <clears throat> announcement, that's what all your teachers are going through right now. If you're listening. Believe it. If this is relevant to your life, go hug a teacher. Well, maybe don't because COVID, but send some love to your teacher through just, you know, positive messages. And some alcohol. Alcohol will be appreciated, most likely. Yeah. Also that. Give your teacher alcohol. That'll go over well. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure if you give, like, a teacher, like, a case of, like, wine. Oh, my God. You're just. There's your answer right there. Slight segue, but has to do with giving a teacher a case of wine. Uh, My mom got me a wine advent calendar for Christmas, and I was so sad when I 
finished that you know, the last <laughs> one on Christmas Eve was like, no, I don't have a glass of wine every night. So <laughs> I mean, I just I just switched can, over to but... beer or bourbon or whatever. <laughs> but I love your works. solution. Yes. It's like, well, this alcohol is gone. Let's switch to liquor. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, you said what else could Wait, I do? Thank is you actually... for coming to my TED talk on um, surface pressure. Mm. Okay. Very uh, valid. Very, I'm going I'm I'm to own up to this because this is one of my least favorite parts of the film, but it is my favorite song from this film. Uh, Dos Oraguitas. Or, I love uh, Dos Oraguitas. Two little caterpillars. Yes. Surface I love pressure the sequence. is the ones that get stuck in my head, but Dos Oruguitas is the one that like stuck with me emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like the sequence. Song's okay. Oh, oh, I just I I think the song is fantastic. I think the sequence sucks. I'm sorry, like that's not the exact like I like I was like I I was totally. I want to know like, why oh, this... both those things go. Yeah, same. I want that song. Like they have not earned that song, right? Like that's like, <laughs> like that's, that song is gorgeous and Sarah perfect. Her head and this the song is doing the all the work through that sequence it's doing all the work they're not building backstory or doing anything trying to redeem Abuela. they just gave us a fantastic song and they're like look the other way <laughs> you know that's that's what's happening i love that song i i just i it absolutely does not manage to redeem the issue that we're talking about here but it is a good song <laughs> and for a rebuttal I mean, I don't disagree, but like, I'm gonna skip that song when it comes up on the on the playlist. Oh, is it? Is it just? It's just the I. I hate that. Like, well, it's the slow this, song. It is the. It's it is the, the slow it, song. It is the True. slow song. Yeah, and like, I get it. It's it's a beautiful love song. I I, I like other faster paced love songs. Look, like, it's the love song. You're not that gonna how you would characterize it. He likes he likes other fast paced songs like um it's, what's it's the, about like, uh, I'm it's so about into two you little Ariana caterpillars Grande. falling in love. Okay. It's a love song. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like the literal <laughs> translation is two t- two small caterpillars. Okay. It's okay. like look the English translation two little caterpillars in love they spend their nights in oh, early okay. mornings okay. full okay. of okay. hunger. I got it. <laughs> so quick quick question. Um I'm I'm the kind of person who always watches a movie with subtitles, even if it's totally in English. I always watch it with subtitles because mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to miss anything. Dos Oruguitas is performed entirely in Spanish in this film. Mm-hmm. If right. you watched the movie without subtitles, did they give you subtitles for that song? No, no. Interesting. No. So uh-huh. while but I they was play the English in the credits. It, well, right. yes, that's true. But while I was watching the movie, it gave the English subtitles. For the song while it was being performed in Spanish, so like as it was being performed, I got the cool. the intent of the song. I don't know if that helped. Maybe I, I think it would help. Yeah, uh, as someone who listens to a lot of like Japanese music that I don't understand what they're saying, <laughs> I, I go for the it's it's like you go for the beat, you go for the beat, right. you go for the mood. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I am right there with you with with all the K-pop I listen to. I'm just like I have no idea what's being the, spoken, but there the beat are is cool. Songs, and I love the cadence. There are songs that I found out the meaning of in Japanese later, and I was like, from playlist. This now, is not great. Wasn't there like that like kind of controversy on TikTok? Oh where, like, yeah. 
a song yep. that was like trending was very like there was a Russian and there was a Russianish song what? about that were like somebody about fisting people. Oh really. no! It was, yeah, and, and it was like, like a it's top like bitches deserve. It's, it's oh, it's crazy. It's like bitches deserve fists in the ass. It's like something, <laughs> it's like oh something horrifically bad. No. It's so amazing, and it is like the most played the song. Yeah, the beat. No, it's a good like because if you don't know I what don't the fucking words this means, mean. that my middle schoolers are listening to it. If it's on they TikTok, are, I yeah, that. <laughs> they're no. probably making TikToks with it. God. It doesn't say what the song is about, Sarah. No one knows. It's just yeah, no one knows. It, it wasn't just, until but it's you just, know they looked it up. No, they didn't. No, no, no one did. That was like people. Uh, this people uh, who spoke the language were like, "Why are they doing this?" Well, they- that was there was this like this mother in Russia who was like, "What the fuck is TikTok?" Because <laughs> it was like, "Why is this song everywhere?" It's I don't know. It's I think it, I, I honestly I think it's I think it's kind of funny, but like it it is genuinely horrifying. It, to- it would be funny if you didn't work with eleven to fourteen year olds on a daily basis. Uh, it's not funny to me. This I, lo- ter- I love I love you. Sarah, I, I'm TikTok in a special place will where I mess hate you TikTok. up. Yeah, TikTok yeah. will I mess you up. I don't have TikTok. I think it will be the downfall of the next generation. I, I really do. You can I quote agree me with it in that. some respects, considering considering some of the shit that I've thankfully not seen because I've curated my for you page to be stuff that I actually want to see. But from what I've heard that exists on that platform, there was so much that is very, 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 very wrong. Yeah, let me be honest too about something that freaks me out about that platform is like, yeah, I've curated now and I've got it to it where my feed is just literally pugs. It's just wall to wall pugs quality doing cute shit. Oh, oh no, it's like I enjoy the I enjoy the app now that I can open it up and just watch pugs for twenty minutes. It's amazing. When I first got there, when it didn't have any information about me, it was just teenage ass wall-to-wall teenage ass and i'm sitting here like why why i didn't do anything i've never used this app before why are you throwing this my way this is inappropriate like it's like and it's also just like clearly people who are like well under 21 and i'm just sort of sitting here like and i get that it's kids and stuff but at the same time like if you if you're an old guy that gets on there and i'm sorry i'm 31 i'm I'm officially fucking old like i get on there and i think to myself what the fuck because i'm sorry like even i see a 25 year old girl now and i'm like oh she's way too young for me like like it's it and it's just how do you see 25 year old people because like i i i I could use a like tutorial and i i I work i I love you you? i work on a college campus trevor like oh okay that would do it to me yeah i work and i work in a med school like think about that like i Uh, see probably circle back to the dos oriquitas yeah yes yeah Something wholesome. <laughs> Ironically, we agreed more about how TikTok sucks, which I find hilarious. Yes. <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm, I'm stuck yeah, between. Back to the point. Yeah, the subtitles probably definitely helped with that scene. Yeah. I I didn't know what it was, and it's still like, it, it gave me like a little bit of a tear. Just the song. As long as you close your eyes, you're good to go with that sequence. Yeah. And even so, like, I'm reading <laughs> it's a beautiful the subtitles song. like, oh, this song is so sweet. I don't really care about what's happening on the screen right now. It's a like I I I love you guys. They brought out their like sad love song to try to make that shitty sequence work. Yeah, like we need to we need to humanize Uh Abuela because it needs she needs to have a reason why she's been this she's been a shit grandmother. And sometimes there isn't. Sometimes you're just a shit grandmother. They killed her husband (laughs) in the beginning. They just had to reshow you and make it slower. To make you feel sad about it again. Right, there wasn't you any new information in it. Yeah, that, that, was, that was the only new information they provided was. And now look at them falling in love. But you knew everything else. You knew she had triplets. You knew that he was 
killed by some violent men on horses. Shadow. Nothing new was added to this. Except the song. Except the song. I did read one thing that made me, it doesn't resolve the issue at the heart of like grandma, but that made me appreciate it a little bit more was the native Colombian kind of influence of it as um, this, this, this polygon writer was talking about how, like when, you know, you would think Colombia, you would think like from the average film, like cartels and instability and all that. And, Partly it's a stereotype because there's a truth to it and how what I was waiting for when that scene came and why it was the first time I watched it confusing and confounding was I kept waiting for them to explain kind of what the miracle was. Why, you know, like what's the not like the war, but yeah, exactly. Like I feel like that was a mystery that was kind of there, there was a question there. And then the scene just showed me what I already knew and it happening. But to see like the faceless men on horseback and the violence and the persecution of it, at least for that person, kind of made me figure out why. Oh, okay, that's why they don't explain it. What's unique about this film is that it doesn't. That is the only it depicts that kind of place and that identity without that violence. And that's the only time we see it. And that that kind of made me appreciate that scene marginally more. But it doesn't really solve the problem. I just wanted to throw that in there. But. Absolutely agree. Yeah, uh, Peter, what did you say you were stuck between earlier? Oh, sorry. Like, I, 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 uh, I, but before, before before we like jumped back, like back and talking about that song, I, I, I want to like circle way back to the question of like of of uh, of what which song got stuck in our head the most. I'm yes. still stuck between surface pressure and we don't talk about Bruno because both because both of them in their own right in their own rights are are, are such bops. Surface pre- surface pressure because it's like oh. This is the this is the first instance that we're getting that like that like there's some uh there's some there's some shit going on in the background in everyone's minds and uh it's eating away at every single one of them and then and then we, we don't talk about Bruno just because ev- just because the the musical stylings was great everyone in the family is involved even some people from the town are involved and and, and it's just and it's it's and for me it's also interesting to see just how everyone remembers and de- remembers and perceived Bruno even though when we finally meet him he's just this kind of shy guy who's a who's who's more afraid to even have a vision because he is well aware of how everyone has consistently t- taken taken his ever since he got his gift He's a theater nerd. He wants to be an actor. He, yeah, relatable. <laughs> he, he's, he's 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 making a fucking tele, uh, tele, telenova that, that 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 Dolores has been like listening in on from like day one. Like she just knows he's back there, but she's like, I will not for tell ten years. Secret. She just like right? let him live in the walls. Yeah, she's Anybody like, I know he's fine. Wonder if Dolores <laughs> hears like everything because like, oh, Dolores like, is the, the only one. Is yes, I've and seen, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I've seen yeah. memes. Like, Dolores I've seen has memes, a glass of wine at dinner. Yeah, her parents yeah. don't, but she does. Yeah, mm. like I, it she was, needs mm. it, man. Yeah, dude, <laughs> she's heard too much. I have to admit, you know what bothers me about this movie overall? How the middle generation of people in this family just like don't stand up for their children. <laughs> like I, well, like, that's her dad has a moment, right? He he has a moment, completely and utterly ineffective. But I mean, you get the sense that he's trying. And that that's when he was like, saw the vision and he was just like, okay, we're not going to upset grandma with this because 
that was his version of trying to protect her. Still toxic, maybe. Like, yeah, but yeah, and that I, was his I find, version of trying. I, yeah, I and find the mom that, and yeah. the dad were like, she. That I was another point where they were like, that. "You're always been hard on her," but they never showed it. Right. They just say it. They just yeah. say it, and then they completely fail utterly to protect her. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I would have rather had a Mirabel flashback scene than the Abuela flashback scene. It did kind of legitimize the the or the, both the have them have the two butterflies in tandem show like each other like this is all the grief that you gave me yeah and this is all the pain that I've been carrying we understand each other more acknowledge yeah, but, that I hurt you but that doesn't that that's not gonna work out because of Abuela's backstory she's literally running from armed gunmen on horseback you know like it's not gonna look good next to Mirabelle like it just it's not a com- there's not a comparison between the two scenes and it's you know then you're just you're you're cheapening one person's story over the other either you no, make Abuela this is when extreme. you show little Mirabelle with the door you did and see you can make that. that canon you did see that it yeah. was canon they they actually oh, faded from, yeah. wait what are you saying because they know the drawn door no, the super like sad the, thing. Oh, the, the drawing door. Yeah, exactly, right? Mm. Yeah. That was mm. Ed, that, like, you said it was, like, heart, so heartbreaking, it seemed like it must have been canonical. You're right. They could just literally have put that image right after when, a, like, Mirabelle looks up at her and when, then she's back doing that the next day. Totally changes just how dark and, yeah. like, how, yeah. Added yeah. literally Honestly, five seconds yeah. to the film. And would have improved it so much. I don't know that it would improve. It definitely would have taken it in the direction. It would have acknowledged the direction that it needed More to context. go. For me. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah, it, it, exactly. It's and it's, it that, doesn't. But. It doesn't go right there, and everything is resolved too fast. I mean, that's what we agree on here. We're, I guess, like I don't know that I think this is a bad film, though, guys. Like I'm yeah. not gonna call it bad. No, I, oh, no, 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 I'm still gonna yeah. rate it very highly, but Same. I'm yeah. gonna be honest about my problems with it as well. Which is, which is, I think that's a thing too. Like you know, has anyone not told us their favorite song? Um, Ed and me. Bruno lives in my head rent free, but my favorite one is "What Else Can I Do?" Yeah, mm. it's, it's all about being good. your authentic self. Like, yeah. like live your life and don't worry about being messy. Just like do what you want to do. Love it. I I I need to say that Bruno is probably the one that actually does get stuck in my head, but that's just because of Instagram and like there was some really cute pug based Instagrams with the Bruno uh, song I, that were it's rent free in my head mainly because I love the it's a pop. It's a bop, guys. I, I think it's like, stuck yeah. in my head Opening. because my high schoolers sing it constantly. Uh, so oh, yeah. that's why it gets stuck in my head. I, I feel like part of the reason I my mind loves to dwell on it is it of all of them has the most I, I don't think salsa is because that's Mexican, this is Colombian, but like whatever that beat is. Um Is it tango? Pro- maybe it's yeah. tango. I, yeah. I think it's tango. And the yeah. and the dancing. It has it, it has the most is dancing it energy to I it. I think it's I think it's too fast to be Tango, but I will say I was very impressed with the dancing animation. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You get I it. I really enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing, too. Like, I think the I think here's the other issue for me here. This is the issue for me. She is clearly like when she's singing that song, like it's clear. They're very clear about what abuse she suffered and her issues now, which is good and i think that's why that half of the family is like sort of like i understand what happened she's not capable of defending her children from abuelo because she is has the same issue they 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 present 
Mirabelle's mother as very well adjusted. Yes. And that's problematic because her children aren't and her grandmother is just going after them. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's like my issue. Like she's just there. He's like, have some food. And I'm like, this is also not healthy. Like this is mm-hmm. like, it's I'm, like, it's, it's like, that's the thing too. Like, <clears throat> like ironically her and Abuelo are like the biggest monsters in this movie and they just don't acknowledge that. And that's like my issue. I didn't necessarily see Amirabelle's mother, mother, and what's her name, uh, uh, Julieta. I, I didn't see. I didn't necessarily read her as like well adjusted. I read her more as someone who's just so used to it that she's like, this is just kind of the way That's things fair. are. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, she's um, out of the three. She would be the one probably under the surface pressure because she's the one with out of the three. She was the most reliable one of her powers, which means Abuela was the least harsh on her. Because she would she, constantly like berate Peppa's like you're it's it's snowing I need you to be happy while all she has to do is like cook just make and, food like, yeah. yeah and it's something that she can do consistently every day mm-hmm. yeah also think, also also, spe- also speaking of Peppa sh- sh- shout out shout out to Felix her her husband for like so consistently just being there being, being like hey girl I'm here he's great you're fine yeah. he's great oh, yeah. and I uh, love how his son just gives him shit I do love that like sorry like they that was just like a really good father-son dynamic he's like i, I like that whole like family yeah. 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 yeah that's exactly right we do we do i do need to talk about one thing as the well i know i'm not the only resident whovian but i am the one screaming most about uh eve of the daleks right now yes you you're, are you're definitely um, the loudest sarah how about that yes yes <laughs> I, I accept that willingly and happily yeah. um Anybody else notice the line when um, the the nephew, I've forgotten his name, but the kid who gets his gift at the beginning of the film, talking to the animals. Antonio. Oh, uh, Antonio. Antonio, yeah. yeah. When Antonio gets his gift and the little girl goes in the room and she says it's bigger on the inside. Yes. Total, <laughs> total. Yes. Like they knew, right? Yes. They yeah. had to know. It's they, they had to know. And I'm really happy that Whovians who are, you know, our age or maybe, you know, within a decade of us are now making <laughs> Doctor Who references in Disney films. It makes me happy. It was great. It was a great, it was a great little, like great, great, great little line to just slip in. Just like, like, like if, if you know, you know, if you don't, yeah, you're just you know, like, you know, oh, if you don't, it still fits. Carry you're on. You're just like, it's yeah. funny. Hmm. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> also, I just I loved that scene when Antonio got his gift. I just thought it yep. was beautifully animated and orchestrated mm-hmm. and everything about it. Like I almost teared up during that scene. Yeah, Antonio is what gets was, me more than anything, really. Yeah. yeah it was that him. scene and the not necessarily the the visual scene, but the song Dos Oruguitos. Those were the two moments that gave me the most feelings. Him, d- just the simple act of him, even if him, him, even with him knowing Mirabel's situation and like how people see her, because he had to have known. He's a very perceptive young young, young boy, mm-hmm. and just being like, "I need you to hold my hand. I please be here with me to help me be brave because this is a big deal for us." Like that alone, I was like, "God, the feels." Mm-hmm. My head cannon was like that two can that went with her to the tower. He sent her, sent him to be like, "Hey, go make sure she's okay. Like, Aww. if anything happens, come get me." Oh, I like that. Because why else was that toucan there? That well, was kind of direct, and then he's with the toucan for the rest of the time. Like, by by the of, way, by the way, way, just speaking of the toucan, because <laughs> this guy shows up everywhere randomly. 
The Disney toucan gold. was voiced by Alan Tudyk. Yep. Yeah, of course he was. Yep. Alan, which Alan is so Tudyk weird because just, he voiced the yeah. rooster from Moana, and I yep. remember. And I remember shortly after that movie came out, watching a clip of him in the sound booth recording, like and he's like, like for like that rooster. And at one point, he stops and he's like. I went to Juilliard. Right, <laughs> it's one of my right. favorite videos of Alan Tudyk ever because I feel that so hard. Like sometimes I'll, you know, be in class and just repeatedly hitting one note over and over <laughs> trying to get the kids to sing it right. And it's like, I have a master's degree. <laughs> and this oh is what God. I'm doing with my life. My, my favorite I feel it. running trend from Disney stu- Animation Studios is probably that Alan Tudyk is just doing all the animal noises for no reason. That's fair. Yes. That's fair. So I that, do, I, um, they have him like on retainer. They like have him chained up in a back corner. It's like, come Alec, today you shall be a rooster. Oh uh, no, you, you know, made it dark he's, like he's replaced, Disney. Who was, who was the other guy who always did the voices? He Like he did the voice um, of Iago, but he also did oh, like... Gilbert Godfrey? Gilbert Godfrey? Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, he got canceled. No, okay, no, it wasn't Gilbert Godfrey though. There, there was somebody else who used to do all of the Disney oh, animal noises. Well, mm, now I forget who it was. Yeah, Hunter's adorable. Sorry, no, but he's not. Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You guys keep going, and I'm gonna yeah. quietly figure out who did all of the animal noises for Disney. I'm what? Did it wasn't Gilbert Gottfried. It was somebody else. I got confused. But it wasn't Alan Tudyk. No, sir, you're talking about back in the day. No, I so Iago for the new Aladdin was Alan Tudyk. Oh, really? Yeah, that was that was an accidental comparison. Yeah, that was not. No, that's it. Just blew my mind because Iago, like the literal bird in the new shitty Aladdin movie in 2019, was Alan Tudyk. Apparently, apparently Disney does just have him chained in a back corner. He's like, how's oh. that fire? He's also, they're like, how's how's that firefly Jim money Cummings. coming in? Oh man. It um. is Jim Cummings? God damn it, I should have said it. Jim yeah. Cummings is one of the most prolific voice actors of just all time. So I should have yes. it would have oh, been yeah. a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh also His, Alan Tudor was Tuck Tuck from Raya and the Last Dragon. That's correct. Which is another film like that's been on my mind, not until we've been talking about this and just like how this movie handles trauma. I think that's another trend kind of in these animation movies for children that I mean, I kind of appreciate. But for me, the like handling of like trauma and forgiveness and all that, I I, I like Mm. this better than Raya. I I feel like not that Raya's heart is in the wrong place, but I had a more visceral reaction to like, no, you don't just forgive people that quickly in Raya the you way that not. was mm-hmm. built up yeah. than I do yeah. in this one. Partly because this one gets the fantasy. And people, I mean, people can change, but like the change is still too quick, you know? Like it doesn't. Look, guys, by yeah. extension, this is an issue with Disney because like I would extend this to Moana as well, where there's like this really weird underground, like subtext with him stealing the jewel from. And it's mm-hmm. this and the other context is like it's about forgiveness and about them just doing their own thing and leaving him alone. But it's fine. And it doesn't deal with the fact that he fucked things up in the first place. Like, I, I do think there is these weird contextual under the radar things. And I think it's more I don't think it's coming from a place where Disney's trying to program children. <laughs> I just really think it's stupidity at this point because they're like they're trying to push forgiveness as this acceptance thing. And I was like, that's not pure forgiveness is not a good thing to just teach children and i feel like that's a value that we have 
like maybe our generation, I'm starting to feel just from this and other conversations is like maybe a little newer and a little different than the generation that came before us. Maybe. That's fair. That is actually a fair criticism of me because I don't forgive shit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should learn from this movie. That's fair. It's fair. I never forgive or forget. This is a constant thing. Like I, like I, I was like, I, I forget what it was. Uh, it was <laughs> I thought you said never forget. I well I <laughs> I never forget when somebody does something mean to me. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Valid. Very specific context. Everything else I fucking forget cuz <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot I was on this fucking podcast and I <laughs> And then we're, and then and then we're the ones I forget who said it first but I think it was Sarah. She was like setting up and it's like oh that's right. Let me go let me right. finish that's like, my coffee. It's always blessed. I was kind of yeah. wondering <laughs> yeah. because I was yeah. Nobody had mentioned it for at least several hours if not since yesterday. But I was like okay, well right, you said, you know, 8.30 Eastern time, That's this is time to get ready to go, okay, and you know, Trevor's sending his Gargoyles board game or whatever you were doing at like 7.15 I was like, aren't we doing this? Yeah, <laughs> Sir, I, you I, woke I, me I up at 8.19, I was like dead asleep downstairs, I ate chili, I, I made really, really spicy good chili and then I like drank too much beer because you know it was really spicy and then i laid down for a nap and i slept for an hour and then i woke up so bless you, <laughs> you yeah. I, was, I was uh hanging out my roommate celebrating for his birthday so i was not paying attention to time for for me I, for me i was trying to pay attention to time but then i got caught up playing uh neo the world ends with you <laughs> so when your message came out i was like oh perfect put this down go 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 <laughs> Okay, let's do this. Uh, I think we've gone through the songs, the music, and I think we've outlined, if not fixed it. So let's go ahead and put down some scores so we can talk about what the issue or how we actually genuinely feel about this movie. Because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to fucking score this shit. Uh, who wants to go first? And you can all just vote to send me first if you like. How about that? That's a new thing we'll do this year. Y'all can vote and be like, I don't want to answer it. Jack, you fucking do it. <laughs> Jack, you fucking do it. <laughs> Walk the plank slowly. You got to vote. Everybody's got to agree with Ed. Otherwise, I I'm not going to do it. I believe but. the laughter and the pirate reference was an agree. Nope, nope. There's got to be actual agreement here. Oh, I'm not just going to take a laugh as it. I you're, vote you're for gonna... Jack. Let's make it God official. damn it. I vote for Jack. <laughs> All right. I rescind this rule. <laughs> no, I'll go first. I'll go first. Uh, I I mean, I, I give it a I give it a I give it a solid seven. I think. I think it is quite a good movie. Uh, I think musically it's quite good. I think that there's maybe like three to four bangers in there, which is unusual for Disney movies so far. I've not thought that musically Disney movies have excelled. I think they're very, I think Disney has been very good about having one new movie. New Disney on or classic today. Disney? Uh, new Disney. Okay. This obviously distinct in musical. Uh, obviously. Obviously, there's there's not a bad song in Lion King, right? True. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna fuck with classic Disney. I'm talking about Disney animated movies. So, like, let's talk about Moana. Let's talk about Raya. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about is Raya Disney? Yeah. I yes. mean, yeah. Well, Raya doesn't have any songs in it. Exactly. So, it is Disney though, and it is by the same studio. So, I would think Oof. that. Yeah, I know. It's literally by the same team that made this, essentially. I mean, we know we know Disney doesn't actually tell us like 
what teams are working on what we know that Disney animation studio is like a cross contamination of people now, but we knew, we do know there is like an A team, a B team and a C team that are working on different movies at the same times. And you can kind of see some of the cross contamination as the assets. I think that's definitely what happened here a little bit with Raya too. So like Raya and this movie were probably in production pretty much side by side at the same time i have to imagine mm. so dumb question know. but just for clarification frozen was disney right correct yes okay yeah frozen and so, frozen yeah, frozen two. and frozen 2 actually yeah. I, I would argue that frozen 2 has more bangers in it than frozen 1 does. frozen 1 has one actually no that's i don't frozen know frozen 2 leads Do more wanna... into being a musical doesn't it also have like more songs i feel like it does yeah well frozen doesn't have that many frozen has th- like four songs yeah. guys like that's this frozen like three four musical. songs yeah it does the third act thing where it just like stops yeah. being a musical let it go Lo- and love is an open door are the only ones that really stick in my head i know that oh dude Olaf singing his dude do you want to build a, a snowman song, yeah oh yeah yeah that's true yeah. Dude, even the dumb little reindeer so jingle songs. he does is I don't know. I like the troll song. The troll I was about to say, don't forget the trolls. Is the, the, the only song. song that Jonathan Groff sings in the first one, and he should have yeah a lot more songs than that. And then he gets a real song in the second one, even, which is one of the main reasons that, that really unpopular good. opinion Frozen Two is better than Frozen One because of the eighties uh, reindeer music. Like the eighties. The van vibe on that is amazing. <laughs> oh, like the it's like so that, good. that is like the best part of that. It's uh, I don't know. I I I like Frozen Two. It's fine. I still think Frozen One is a really 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 tight movie. Like it's a really really tight, well choreographed, well put together movie. And it's really weird to me that all the movies since then feel very untight. Like Frozen Two is not a very tight movie. This Frozen is Two, they really didn't know what the movie was about. Right. Like six just, months out from or less than right, from right, a release. Yeah. And the you pro- can see the, the documentary was- that they released on Disney Plus about the crunch of it all. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, no, it was a Things shit show. To watch. It was a to- it's actually far more enjoyable than watching Frozen 2 again. Like that's that's why the music doesn't necessarily feel very tuned to the script in Frozen yeah. 2 because they were producing the music and they really didn't have a script. And then they had to rearrange songs at the last wow. minute to try I to make it work. do do the next right thing in, right. in mm-hmm. Frozen yeah. 2. Like that that's a good. really good but way of how it, do I cope with grief? Mm-hmm. But also like, I think the reason you like that too, Sarah, and, and this is to, to the thing's credit, it's like that song was kind of made in a bubble. It's like, here he is just going off about reindeer. We're going to get him on a van vibe. You can stick that song anywhere in the that's movie. That's absolutely true. <laughs> that's I and that's don't the it's disagree. The, which is why Frozen 2 is a bad movie. I'm happy to argue with you about whether or not it has better music. That's a totally question I am not I am not like qualified to say. I will absolutely defend the fact that Frozen 1 is at least a tight script. I think it was like, just you and Peter. I, agree. And I, I do agree. <laughs> I'll agree. Okay, yeah. Frozen 1 has a tighter script. Frozen 2 has significantly better music. Oh, I, I, I don't agree, but I'm not. I'm going to walk away. How many away good music being, points is Let It Go worth is the question there. Like, I, No, how many? Like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, Love is an Open Door is quite good. And and the, the question is, there's just a, so much more. You can't remember half the songs from like Frozen the, 2. I feel like the context for Love is an Open Door is not great. 
Right. But that's it. It follows through on it. And like they literally like put him in prison forever. It's like it's not like they don't. It's not well, like they're I trying know, to but... it's not like they're trying to sell it. They're, it's Disney poking fun at Disney. It's doing it's doing literally what the only thing they can do now. Um, this is another tangent. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I scored it. I'm a seven. Y'all pick now. All right, have all to, right, all ha, right. You have to pick. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I, I will I will give Encanto an eight. Uh, no 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 seven point five. Sorry seven point five. Uh, don't look at me, Hunter. <laughs> don't look at me. Play your game. Play your crop. Stay away. <laughs> Play Tomb Raider. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'll give Encanto a, a seven point five. Solid solid film. Good 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 music. Um, I, I I'm I'm really kind of taking up points in in part for like a, for what I think. Not what I think. What we've all definitely touched on that it's like the re- the resolution of 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 the, of the film was uh, was just too quick, too easy. I mean, yeah, it's Disney, but it's like at least show a bit of tension. At least at least show a bit. They, they could have at least had it have have it have it resolved so that yes, they are now all talking again, and yes, they're on the path to forgiveness. But don't have it. Don't make it seem like everything's wrapped up in a bow after one song and after and, and after just built after just rebuilding a house like you can still leave room for growth i i guess um but, but yeah no like it it this is this is a solid movie and you know like if if you want to watch it get a good cry use it as a way to be like hey family trauma it's a thing but like not be super 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 serious about it because because not everyone is always ready for that watching canto yeah yeah uh next up is trevor because he volunteered i did (laughs) i guys i've like had new thoughts as we've talked about this and i've watched this movie three times so like damn um i don't know where i'm at right now i think i'm maybe slightly lower than i would have been but also like i i didn't know and this has helped being able to talk to y'all about it has helped me a lot so um i'm gonna put it in an eight for now um I think uh, I just, let it be what? known that Trevor's rating a Disney movie higher than I am. Ooh, that's crazy. Mm. Um, and higher than me. Uh, I, I feel weekly. like so many movies are Disney movies now, Sarah, that that statement almost doesn't mean anything. Just just to <laughs> explain. Fair enough, that. but I also don't know that it's ever happened before. Yeah. So. Your, Not your weekly meeting of Socialists Anonymous is going to just ban you. You can't like Disney. <laughs> just, I don't know. <laughs> you got to I love I love watching you uh, on that note. I love you struggling with like how commercial this is and not being able uh, to say I, like, to me, the word commercial. It's so <laughs> funny to me that I have more problem with it than you do. I find that <laughs> hilarious. Like it's I'm like the last person. It's just Disney. I, I, I go in, I see the Disney logo and I was like, well, how did y'all try to sell shit to children now? Like, I don't know. It's I think it maybe I just may be tuned to attacking their particular properties. Anyway, I, um, I I think uh, there there's like there has been so much rewatch value for it other than the writing. In a way, the writing is and the structure of it has been something I've also been trying to figure out every time I watch it. And it's like hard to accept that it just doesn't work almost for me for like maybe. Yeah, like personal reasons. I, I, I don't know. Like maybe maybe that's part of why it is bad partly, you know, like but um. I think um, just the sheer level of detail, every time I turn it on, it blows my mind 
when I look at Mirabelle's dress. It's just, mm. I, I know that's like superficial and that's the spectacle of it, but also what, of all the like, you know, Bruno's <laughs> in the background the whole time stuff and Easter eggs there are in it. The thing that really like sold me just this last time watching it with Megan, um, she she told me the thing where like all of their clothing kind <laughs> of represents their gifts and their personalities. Like, um, the strong one has like dumbbells on her skirt. You can't quite like that's the hardest one to see because she's moving so much. I won't go like list them all off, but like and this was Megan's. I, I told her I'd give her credit for this, that like all of the um, children's gifts interact with like what's like not wrong with them, but they're like their flaws as people like the one that controls the weather can't control her emotions or can't acknowledge her emotions. So she's always doing this like Zen thing of clear skies, clear skies. that isn't very healthy. And then by the end of the movie, she's fine with it hailing. And like Bruno has OCD and he's knocking on wood and stuff because that's how like, that's kind of an OCD thing where like you do that to make something that you're afraid bad is going to happen, not happen. And there's a couple more like that. But just that level of detail and that kind of insight into kind of like how people are developing anxiety and all that and the trauma of it all, just like that, that does like hook me in every time, I think. And that's, that's, hmm. I, I think it, it's, it's that kind of heart being in the right place, still despite them not quite getting it, you know? So, yeah. I don't know. All right. All right. Uh, Sarah or Edwin? I'll go next. Um, Trevor, some other time I would like to talk to you more about those little detail things because that's really interesting to me. I didn't really think about either of the th any of the things. That oh, I mean, you can find it all on the internet that's very cool. easily. But okay, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. But Bruno is in a shitload of shots in the early bits. Like apparently he's he's in the back. It's actually fun. I saw a video where they went through like in Dolores song. He's literally like walking around upstairs and like a, every song in the kitchen. You can see him looking through the crack in the wall behind the oh, kitchen. Wow. Like oh, wow. he he's actually and he's like at the party in the background like it's actually like quite impressive he's actually all the way through there and especially when like Dolores is talking about it you can see him run in and out of several rooms upstairs multiple times it's really well animated I mean I do think there's like it's it's cute and it's and he's a well done character I'm not I'm not shocked his song is sort of like the thing you know also great performance from John Leguizamo really love it yeah oh yeah yeah also, Mirabelle's perform. I mean, obviously, yes. I just well, love, yes. I just love Rosa. Yeah, um, sorry. The other thing my wife said about it, sorry, Sarah, is um, okay. I, I would watch this movie anytime just to hear the way she says, I'm going to save the miracle with a hug. <laughs> like every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this a seven out of 10. The music is great, the animation is stunning. Um, but I just can't get past how flat it all fell at the end. Um, does definitely have lots of rewatch value, not only for the Easter eggs that we've just talked about, um, but just because it is a good story and the, the songs are, are great and it's so pretty. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Seven out of ten. Go watch it. Be slightly disappointed by the ending like I was, but enjoy the songs. Listen to the soundtrack. All righty. Uh, sorry, Sarah, what was that score? I'm, I'm, I missed Seven. it. Seven. Seven. Gotcha. We're all on the same-ish Ed, it is finally your turn to uh, pass judgment on Encanto. I'm going to give it a 7.5. I really liked it. Uh, can't give it that full eight because uh, the ending. 
But overall, I will probably watch this movie a couple more times uh, when I don't want to really focus on anything. I want to feel bad f- for a little bit. You know you want to feel bad for a little bit. <laughs> That's that good dad. It's either that or like I'll watch um, s- some Doctor Who episode that will just make me ball. There's plenty. Yes. There's plenty. Ed, we're, we're going to chat after this. Yeah, I, this is <laughs> news to me that the, the Who is strong with you, Ed. Uh, I mean, I, I, I haven't watched Doctor Who in a while. Um, I got to Peter Capaldi. Catch Capaldy. up, man. Uh, I got to Peter Capaldi. Watch Capaldy. Jodie Whittaker. I, do it. All right. I got to actually do this. If you Are you actually pushing? Like, do you actually? Is it actually time to come back, Sarah? Like, I'm ha- if yes. you say it, I will trust you. But like, I think that you you don't need to bother with Peter Capaldi. If I'm you not. haven't watched no, no, him no, no, or no. finished him, don't don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. Noted. Watch he, Jody he, he murdered. And I was on the train, man. I, I was even with the end of Matt Smith and the first season of him just like murdered my interest in who. I understand is, that. Yeah, it, 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 I haven't been back and not it's not even like a choice thing. Like I just I, I wanted to go back. I saw Jodie Whittaker take over and I was like, I really should go back and then just didn't, you know, because I don't know. I got if to Bill. You, Bill seemed fun, but I just. Bill, Bill was fun. The doctor was not. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, um, that is But thing. even, okay, if you want to give Jodie Whittaker a try but not necessarily commit to it, start with episode three of her one, which is called Rosa. Gotcha. So there's like, I know that, like, I've heard that too, is that they say that Jodie Whittaker starts out a little slow and then gets better as it goes along. I've heard yes. that. Yeah. Rosa, yeah. as a standalone episode, is one of my all-time favorite Doctor Who episodes of all of New Who. Wow. Okay. All right. For sure. Well, Fantastic. thank you for showing up to the podcast to listen to our take on Doctor Who. I really wanted to talk about. No, I'm just kidding. We. <laughs> this has been the Movie Gang Podcast. We're talking about Encanto. We give it a rare seven point four out of ten. Uh, I need to redo my math. Can somebody check my math? I don't know why it came out to a seven point four specifically. That does What's seem scores? impossible. Seven, seven, seven. So there's two sevens, two uh-huh. seven point fives, and one eight. Divided by five, seven point four. Seven point four. Oh, okay. Why is it seven? Yeah. I've never it seen the math wrong, come out it? that way. Yeah. Right? There's something wrong. Like, it's just, I've never seen the math not come out to a state. I mean, I'm going to round it to 7.5, but it's sure. just, I've never, I've never seen it. Like, obviously it's just 7.5, but yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, that is strongly a, a strong recommendation to go see Encanto, which I definitely got the sense from all of us that we do. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do think this is a much more seminal piece of like the new style of Disney animation than Raya to some extent. I like Raya. I think Raya is a very action paced movie and it has a good meaning. I think, I think this is the thing too now. Is Disney just is this their new thing where they're just going to like I'm just looking at trends. Are they just going to fall flat because they're just so toothless and dealing with the issues they set up good, meaningful issues and then fall toothless to give the proper moralistic value right at the end of the movie. That's my take from a lot of this things that's happening, which doesn't necessarily make them in like un the mean the movies don't have value. But I definitely think that like ultimately. Yeah, I mean. I mean, like my I, favorite example of that. Sorry, I'm cutting in. Um, go, go. Is Kiki's delivery service the English dub? Is Gigi can talk again at yeah. the end, and that right. that is always like the example of nope. It's this is Disney. This is a children's movie, and 
everything will be innocent and happy forever <laughs> at the end you know like, absolutely yeah absolutely yeah right. it's like oh it and goes away the gut punch of classic disney where it is straight up bambi your mother can't be with you anymore and he just has to deal with that grief except you don't see him deal with that trauma i realize that but <laughs> It's you at feel least more there. Things. Fox and the Hound was always the different one for me. I think. Oh my god, right. Fox, Fox and the Hound. Hound Fox and the Hound is too dark, guys. Like I, I like I, I like there's like a limit, right? Like there's like a, there's this sweet spot of darkness, and Fox and the Hound is just like a let me just fucking you know here's a sandpaper condom. Go watch Fox and the Hound. Like Fox I don't, and the I don't, Hound I don't, is too far, just... but meanwhile the Black Cauldron, perfect. Love it. What? What? Oh my god. That's what I wanted. That reaction. Wanted that exact. Sorry, watch the Hunchback for horny priest. I, I uh, yeah, dude, Hunchback. Yeah. Hunchback is that's so pitch uh, black dark. Dude. Hunchback is so dark. Megan so had a blind spot for that, that and I showed her that, and she was like, "The you're telling me this is a Disney film?" Like she did not yes. believe me. She did yeah. not. It's like if you if you watch Hunchback and they're like, and then he's this, he's like, "Hellfire," and he's like, "I'm gonna go definitely not rape Choose a woman me <laughs> like, or the fire." Right, Spits like in it, his face. It's so it's really genuinely horrifying. It gives me chills every single time. I I just I think that's the issue is that like I just don't enjoy the fact that new Disney is coming across as a little bit toothless. Like they're finally properly dealing with issues and being inclusive and doing all sorts of things. There's so many things to like about this. And then they're just not hitting. Just commit to that last five minutes assholes and and then they're also kind of taking the teeth out of pixar at the same time which is the which is i'm not gonna lie the service that challenged them and made them have to do better which is also yeah okay right for the movie gang podcast this has been trevor flynn goodbye Cyril Becker. Sorry, I don't know why I got Southern there at the end. I was trying to do a thing. It didn't go well. Please, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Peter Dance. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> are, you, are you doing goofy or like what's happening? Yeah. are you doing? I guess I'm doing it. Yup, yup. You, you, know, you, know you know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of, 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 of that part in the Goofy movie where Goofy takes Max to like, to, to like the old kind of... Uh, Possum amusement. Kingdom? Yes, Possum Kingdom. <laughs> That's what that reminded me of. And now it's not I, actually called Possum Kingdom, but there's a real but, place in Texas called Possum Kingdom. So yeah, that's and what like, I think of every time. Right. No. Yeah. Exactly. I was just like, I forget the name, but I was like, that literally that. And oh god, just the voice of like of like the of the clearly breaking down and exploding animatronics. Anyway, yes. bye guys. And last but not least, Edwin Reyes. <laughs> Did anyone else wonder what the weather was like when Peppa conceived her children? Okay, we're not going. Oh, uh, right uh, uh, I love you. Oh, you saved you, you, you save that for that. <laughs> <laughs> it was all rainbows, I bet. No, at at the end. <laughs> Goodbye. It's the promise after a storm, Ed. Oh so, all right. By the way, the name of the uh, possum place is Lester's Possum Park. Lester's Possum. Yes. Okay. It was bothering me. I remember that from the song. You're, you're all welcome. <laughs>